This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. Lesser of free adverts. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Morning, Paulie boy. Good morning, Andy boy. How you doing, Paulie boy? I'm great. Monkey, monkey, monkey. <laughs> oh. I can't think of a response to that. Not really, now. I'm... We're buzzing a bit, aren't we? We are buzzing. I'm very tired. I woke up at four o'clock. I'm in auto-drive mode. That's not buzzing. That's just your kind of some zany coma, aren't you? I am, really. Yes. Zany coma. I like that. Great band. Great band. <laughs> Fantastic name for a band. Get those band names in. Studio at 7fm.com. You can text us 077... 077... What is it? 033-0779-772. Check you out. Do you know, I've had that phone number... Since 1998. Really? That was the number that used to send all the ringtones out to people all over the world. My word. Prepare, and then I decided to not use the phone, and I went with more mainstream providers. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're lucky and you text us on that message and you haven't sorted it out, they might get a ringtone back. Exactly. I mean, that's part of history. Yeah, exactly. Part (laughs) of history. So today's show is brought to you by the letter B. B. B for bottom. And burp. And burp. And (laughs) lots of things. Bowels. It's going to go wrong today, it is, isn't it? Lots of things begin with the letter B. We're already a bit mad. We are. I see Philly Boy's already up. He said he's uh, he's up already listening. Really? Yeah. Message me. Well, he don't like you, does he? We finished. That's because I keep taking a mic. That's because I threatened to hijack his show. Well, he did say he's not happy about that. And uh, (laughs) I've got to give you a written warning. Oh, no. I know. We were just going to carry on for another hour and call it Monkey Summer. Monkey Summer. <laughs> it's very catchy, that, to be honest. It's got a good name to it, mate. You should do it, but don't we, ever do it. We played him a song. Did you? What did you play him? We played him uh, Edie McDade. Oh. Oh. Uh, Minem. 17-year-old girl that he recommended. Very, oh, right. very, very good. Very good. I, I hate her because she's got more talent than me. Oh, course. that's fair enough. Do you know what? I got sent about 40 CDs this week from oh, some Swedish company. No way. Yeah. You don't think there's yeah. any link, do you? Well, like, no, there isn't. Because oh. I was going to email Brigitte, but I know you get a bit touchy about <laughs> me emailing her directly. And she's not friends with us anymore. Oh, she's not friends with you? No. Well, I got the grief. I got the grief out of playing the song. She didn't like Rick Astley. No, you don't like her, though, to be fair. No. So, yeah, I've got, all, I've got this uh, this Swedish uh, publisher uh, sent a load of CDs. Cool. But then he started going on about filling out forms and every time we play a song I have to tell him I thought oh, oh blimey no. doing that. that's not the way we run things is it at all <laughs> no 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 <laughs> flying by the seat of our pants is what we do on something <laughs> but what I am going to do is I am going to fit a CD uh, stack you remember them CD things from our Ikea one pound ones wooden yeah uh, we had a couple of spare ones. We had a cu- we threw them out. We burn them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't burn him. Oh, yeah. I said to Janine, we're not going to use that, are we? Burn him. Yeah. So burn. Karen's got uh, a little short one. <laughs> Bizarrely. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I bet it's high as that rack over there. So I'm going to put it next to there and uh, just put all of those CDs over there in it, and uh, a load more. And perhaps what we should do is just pick a CD and play it each week. I reckon. Uh, you'll have them in alphabetical order or something, won't you? Pardon? You'll have them in alphabetical oh. order. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> well, why would I not do that? I don't know, because you're like me. All mine are in alphabetical order. Well, actually, I wasn't going to, but now you've oh. raised that. Um, well, people that's... think I'm... People come around and they go, what are you doing? I'm looking and they realise that my CD collection is in alphabetical order and they think there's something wrong with me. Yeah. Well, why? Well, I don't know. They just all my think, DVDs well, you... are in alphabetical order. Well, there you go. <laughs> Otherwise, how are you going to find it where well, a blooming exactly CD is? my point. Sorry, it was Emmy, Emmy McDade was the person we played for Phil. Oh, Emmy. She's following me on Twitter, I think. No way. Yeah, she is, yeah. Um, 
Horrible. What are wrong with these people, Paul? That don't understand yeah, order and, to... and 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 discipline. They need to get a life and structure. They need to get a life. Yes, well, they do need to get a life. But we are playing the letter B, and therefore what we're going to have to do is play a bit of our Bobby Bob. Could you be loved, Paul? I certainly could. Back after this on seven of It's seven minutes past eight. It's the thirty-first end of Jan. Thank you. 
Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Show me. 7FM. We both do this unison cough, don't we? Which is quite funny. But that was quite funny because just as I went <gasps> to take a massive cough, I saw your fingers go up with the faders and I had to go... <gasps> Oh, did you? swallow it. Oh, right. <laughs> Excellent. We just had a message from RFL. He's saying... What's he saying? Oh, oh yeah. I've just, it's just gone. Hang oh, on. Oh, yeah. yeah. What he is saying is... I got it. Go on, read it out. There I've are some it. good rock bands that come from Sweden. Yeah. Heat is one of them. Oh, they're very hot, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, there's loads of good rock bands that come from Sweden, Phil. You that's know. The, that's the amount of them, though, isn't there it? There is. Loads and loads and loads. Like, that thing, it's done that thing again, let's see. Oh, see, that to me. See, so all I have to do is drop that fade. It's when you play one of these down here. Uh-huh. It does it. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. It's a bit of a bug type thing. We've got loads of news items coming up today. We've got uh, all techie stuff, all techie stuff. Well, we're going to talk about... Um, Chatham Town, but that's football, and I'm not interested in football. No, so not street, about street, you were talking about that, weren't you? Don't know. Which one's Street? Oh, Street FM. Yeah. Peter Street FM. PSFM. PSFM. Yeah. Google agrees with privacy policy. We're going to talk about that. Office puts chips under staff skin for entry. Ooh, we're. Ooh, we're. Uh, Microsoft Bill Gates insists AI is a threat, and uh, Nokia threatens London startup over here. And last of all, rural broadband BT attacks on broadband costs. We're going to talk about that. We're also we going to give are. a little feature about uh, two new shows that are on at the moment. And one of them is Wolf Hall, which I am so into. Oh, see, uh, I was a bit worried when I saw on the trailer for this show that we're going to be talking about the two shows that I've never watched. Uh, <laughs> that's fine. And Fortitude. <laughs> yes, that started very recently, didn't it? Bit of Rumpy Pumpy in that one. Was there? Oh, Naked, oh, was... naked in the Sauna. Really? Oh, but it was funny. It was a comical bit because the bloke got up and... Basically, but I won't spoil it. All right, no, no, I might watch. Might watch that. Get it on. Listen to whatever it is. Watch again or yeah, whatever yeah, it's called, yeah. And uh, watch it. It's, it's two hours long. The, the first episode. I mean, uh, but we're going to talk about that later. Um, first of all, though, I think we should talk about the first item on the news, which is Google. Google. Yes. So Google agrees privacy policy changes with Data Watchdog. Google has agreed to rewrite its privacy policy, or is it privacy? I think privacy policy sounds better, doesn't it? After pressure from the UK Information uh, UK Information Commissioner's Office, commonly known as the ICO, the firm must make it easier for users to find out how their data is collected and what it is used for, and submit it to a two-year review. Here, here. Yes, exactly. The deal follows an investigation by the regulator. Similar reviews uh, are continuing elsewhere in Europe as well. It's understood that Google will seek to strike a similar deal with European regulators. The Information Commissioner's Office said that Google was too vague when describing how it used its personal data gathered from its web services and products. Well, I can say one of them. It's, uh, I believe that if you send an email using Gmail, I'm told, I don't know how true this is, I think it is true, as I'm riding this camel, yep. that um, <laughs> they then scan the content in the email and then and they tailor your adverts to suit the content of your email. Oh, dear. So I've got to stop sending you emails with horse, oh, giraffe, no. and jelly in. All right, explains why I got that uh, personalised advert for the leather pants recently. It, it did, exactly. Yeah. The regulator, along with its continental counterparts, that's a word I haven't heard for a long time, continental. Oh. That was always a, a, a sort of word we heard when we were little girls. We were on the continent, joining the yeah, continent. Yeah, joining the continent. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, what a mistake that was. Began looking into the Mountain View firm after its controversial privacy policy updated in March 2012, which combined 70 existing documents. It was joined by other data regulators, which formed the European Article 29 Data Protection Working Party. Are you a member of that? I'm a member of that. Yeah, yeah. Do you wear your cars. green hat and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and your tie with, with, the, with the yeah. badge on? Absolutely. With, uh, with ddpwp dot slash underscore on yeah. it. Yeah. You have to put it down the tie, it won't fit across it. No, it won't, will it? I've noticed that on mine. You have to wear it sideways. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing how these things happen. I'm not hyperactive You're at all. You're cooking a bit today, matey. Yeah, You're time cooking. for another song. 
It's time for another song. Um, this one is uh, the babies. The babies. Yeah. Do you remember them? No. This I put. I played this one, and to be honest, when I played it, I played it about five times, and I I shazammed it. Yeah. And it came up with the song name. How weird. Because you have to get it technically correct. It will, it, oh. If you pl- if you sing it or play it, it won't do it. But it did. So I basically recorded it on uh, YouTube and said, cheat one, if you shazam it, you'll get it. And then when I, because it had been transcoded, when I did it, it didn't recognise it, so I looked stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Not for the first time. Anyway, this is the baby. It's in G. Goes up to a B flat minor. Good. And here we go. Good sequence. Falling in love was the last thing I had on my mind Holding you is a warmth that I thought I could never find Just trying to decide
7FM Radio. It is 7FM Radio. That's what we do. Good song, that. We do do that. Clark, do. Clarky chord sequence ending oh, up as a sort of 70s anthem. Mate, isn't it good? It goes <laughs> G to B to F to G. That's... You, if... If you sat on a piano and just randomly played something, it would be that sort of structure, wouldn't it? It would. Is there a name for that sort of chord sequence when it goes uh, from major to minor? Not, not really. Not I know tears to pick a day is the other end, doesn't yeah. it, when it goes from minor to major at the end? There we go. Like. Good song. Yes. You were going to say something to our film, weren't you? Yeah, so I've just noticed Mr. Meat went to see The Levelers last night at, uh, I think it was Malvern. So The Levelers were, I loved them. I, I loved, loved you. them. They, I used to send them pictures of myself and stuff. No, I didn't. They, they were a um, massive band in the 80s. I'm going to have to play some levellers now on Wednesday. What were they like then, Phil? Good? It was a weird... Someone told me about it. It was a slightly weird show. It was some sort of... It was either a documentary about their life and they'd played some songs or something strange. It was either a mixture of film... Anyway, I'm sure he'll let us know. Do you will? Yeah. Well, he could ring in. It wouldn't hurt him, would it? Or he could Skype in. Or he could... What's that thing? DTML in? He, he hasn't got IPDTL oh. now. IPDTL. IPDTL. That as well. So uh, it would be good to to hear you uh, Skype in, Phil, and tell us all about the levellers. Yeah, do it in a Geordie accent, please. With your Tate trousers. Because right. he's good at accents, as I've said. Is he? I want him to do half it in a Geordie accent and half it in a Welsh accent. Isn't it? And then and then just a little bit in the forest. Oh, OK. OK, we'll do that. So let's talk about Wolf Hall. Right. So Wolf Hall, entirely beloved. TV review, uh, like Game of Thrones, but without the dragons or the White Walkers. When a two hours in, and with a mass of plot to get through, Wolf Hall, BBC Two is still in no hurry. Though adapted uh, from a wordy source, it's a word of time for si- It's a world of time for silence for the pregnant spaces between speeches. <laughs> Did you write in, this? No, <laughs> in which everything and nothing is said. It goes without saying that Mark Rylance is a mastering uh, is a master at withholding. That's true. Actually, he is honestly. He plays um, Thomas. Uh, not Thomas Moore. There is Thomas Moore in it. He okay. plays Thomas Cromwell, uh-huh. who uh, was Cardinal, as we all know, Cardinal Wolsey's uh, confidant and uh, lawyer, well, yeah, and then course, he became yeah. the king's confidant. Okay. Confidant. Uh, in the second episode, both Berlin girls pour uh, Pleading Mary, that's Charity Wakefield, and Fearsome Frustrated Anne, which is Claire Foy, um, both fit, uh, by the way, <laughs> uh, looked into <laughs> Thomas Cromwell's green eyes and waited for the flicker of a response. Only the king got answers, and even he was told what Cromwell wanted him to hear. When the king's dead brother, Arthur, visited him in a dream, Cromwell was summoned in the night. Middle of the night, basically. They knocked on his door. Really? You are summoned to see the king. Why? You don't say no to him, do you? Uh, not really. You just... Uh, they ask why. They try to protest. But uh, protesteth, he does. And what a waste of time that was, because basically <laughs> ends up going to see him anyway. And the relationship between uh, between Cromwell and Henry VIII has grown intimate. You know, is that sort of programme? Well, not really. Oh. As Rylance hovered in the tower shadow of Damien Lewis, I mean, Damien Lewis is the king. Okay. Uh, him of fame and other things from things like Homeland. Oh, yes, where yes, he played yes, Brody. Yeah, yeah. And the weird thing is, somebody's called Brody at real name in the thing, because when you, when you see him come up and the titles go, it comes up with Brody something, which is an <laughs> unusual name. That is an unusual name. As in English. Uh, not presuming to, to look him in the eye, was anyone else reminded of the fast show's vertical bromance <laughs> between Charlie Hickson's different country gent and Paul White's wary yokel? Is that Ted? Tour, 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 that's well, you see, it's uh, Ted. It's, it's, uh, there's some water in the, in the, in the low, lower field, Ted. Oh, sir, I'll, I'll go and get it for you, sir. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll do that for you. Anyway, it's, uh, it's all happening. So, um, basically, what we're going to do... We're going to go to our Phil now, and he's going to tell us all about what is going on and where he went last night and what he did and what he ate and what he had for breakfast. 
<laughs> Wait, hey man, what are you doing down there, like, is today? That, is that your Welsh one, like? <laughs> Here we go. Oh, sorry. Great, man, I've been up in Malvern, like, you know, oh, seeing a band. Was it a wee canny thing, like, man? Ah, it was really great. There were a lot of canny people up there. Girls oh. and short skirts and things like that, you know? <laughs> That's wee canny, land. That's what they're canny lasses, like. Aye, they was. Aye, they chatted me up too. Oh, really? Oh, oh they were blind Aye. as well. I was surprised. <laughs> almost fell over. Oh my god! Did but you have tea? Did you, you see, have? It was quite nice up there. You had a few of them boys oh, up there too. Lovely boys, isn't he? I'm listening to Rob Brydon's book at the moment. It's fantastic. Oh really? Yes, Merthyr. He's down oh, the valley well, from Merthyr. Yeah. It's bloody raining again, you know. Oh, like. <laughs> oh dear. What's happening? Oh, it looks like it's going to be a little bit wet at the rugby today, but uh, never mind. And then if you're free this evening, you can go to Stride Brewery, taste their real ales, and listen to Ed Donovan and the Wandering Moles. Oh, lovely. What accent's he doing now? This is normal accent. Oh, is this him? This is him. <laughs> With his posh, slight twinge of Gloucester. So, you went to the Levellers last night? Yeah. Well, and they Where's were good? He... Where are you? Oh, yeah, there you are. You went Where's all faint then. You went right? to the toilet. You went faint. Do you feel all right? <laughs> Sorry? You went very faint. Do you feel all right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I fell over. Oh. That's <laughs> how <laughs> so it starts. Uh, these late nights don't do me any good, you see. Oh. No, the Levellers were launching... There's a film about their 25 years together called A Curious Life. Oh, wow. uh, okay. It um, sees how uh, Jeremy formed the band and met up with these and these and these and these and also talked about his art, his drug addiction, and his parents came on and they were amazing. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. Really amazing. You had a, roughly an hour and 20 minutes of the film, then you had a question and answer section, then a break for a beer and a go to you relieve yourself and, you know, go yeah. to the toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they came on and played a live acoustic set for another hour and 20 minutes. Wow. Wow, that's, that's awesome. I bet that was good. Yep, they were all on stage, all five of them. Fantastic. One, hang on. One, two, three. Yeah. That's five? Five. When five. you said Jeremy oh, Jeremy came all on. six, actually, because the didgeridoo player came oh, on. Oh, can't forget oh, that, man. Last yeah. saw them at the uh, Witchwood Festival last year at um, Cheltenham Racecourse. Because they, they did Obviously, a li- they were doing a full electrical um, thing. They've been doing a few of the festivals of the last few years, haven't they? They did. Um, they, they, they do did their own festival called Beautiful Days. That's, that's been going the ten one. years now. That's the one. That's the one. Good stuff. They're a good band, though. I loved them in the eighties. Oh, they're bouncy. I have to play some of their stuff bouncy on Wednesday night. It's punky folk. When you said Jeremy came and talked, do you know? Do you know him? Um, no. Oh, you could. But you know, you yes. do get to talk um, first name terms, don't you, Paulie boy? Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, Phil. Absolutely. I'll send you a good night out then. It was an excellent night out, and um, I hadn't been to the Malvern Winter Gardens for uh, what probably about thirty years, thirty-five Blimey. years. Now they've changed the name to the Malvern Theatre. Oh, okay, well, of course. And well, I think the last band I saw there was either the Moody Blues, Yes, Atomic Rooster, Family, or somebody like that. Do you want to know the uh, last concert I saw there? Mm-hmm. Rabbi, Rabbi Lionel Blue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you don't know who he is, do you? Do you really know? Lionel it? Blair? Blue. Rabbi Lionel Blue. Et blue. Blue. He, he, if you ever listen to Thought for the Day on Radio 4, he used to do them. But he's a very, very funny guy. Mm. <laughs> Everyone's weird. Look at me now. Wow. Well, so the only thing I'd say about Malvern <laughs> is that there's no blooming parking up there. You really got to oh, hunt, yeah. hunt the parking place. Yeah, yeah. Didn't you go on your skateboard there? early, which I, because I work in Swindon, by the time I realised that um, I was going, because my ticket came through the door, um, I had a race up there, got there at, what, 
20 past seven, so I left here at, what, 20 past six or something like that, and there were idiots on the motorway, people driving with only one headlight. Oh, that's happening a lot, I've noticed nowadays. Really? Yeah, that was a lot. Hog in the middle lane. Don't I moan. God, that's dangerous when you're on your push bike on the M5. I know, but <laughs> I've had a candle on mine, but kept on going out, so I had to stop and light it and then drive off again and then stop and light it again. Oh, oh there you go. It took it, hours. We're going to play a song now. It's a bit of the Beach Boys. Do you like them? They're okay, you know. They're uh, part of my youth and growing up, but you have to move on. There's a lot of good new music out there. There is, mate. We're going to play Beach Boys now. Thanks for calling in, See Phil. Phil. See Take you care. soon. Love you. Love you. Boys. Love Thank you. you. Bye. Bye. Do you like that? I like that. That's a kind of gu- guilty pleasure, the Beach Boys. Do you like is the guilty pleasure? Is it okay to like them? Is it? No, it is, isn't it? Well, I like them. Yeah. They can become... They're old enough now, they've become trendy, haven't they? Gone round full circle? Oh, yes. Well, there's that song in the charts at the moment, isn't there, with um, Brian Wilson? Is there? I don't know, it might be. <laughs> Can't say. <laughs> what other news have been going on then, Paul? Well, nothing, really. <laughs> oh, right. Apart from... Apart from... We have heard about an office which puts chips, that's not the deep-fried variety, mm-hmm. under their staff's skin. 
Uh, want to gain entry to your office? Get on a bus or perhaps buy a sandwich? We're all getting used to swiping a card to do all these things. But at Epicenter, a new high-tech office block in Sweden, of course, yeah. uh, they are trying a different approach. A chip under the skin. Wow. Felicio de Costa, he's not very Swedish, not really. whose company is one of the tenants, arrives at the front door and holds his hand against it to gain entry. I do that. It's got a big push button on it. Uh. Uh, indeed, he does the same thing. Uh, inside to get into the office space he rents and he can also wave his hand to operate the photocopier. Wow. The BBC's Rory Kathleen Jones tells us more. He, did I catch you out there? You did actually. No, Sucker. no, it's, it's, it's fine. You can you, you didn't catch me at all. All right. Well, you did a little bit. It's Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. 7FM. Here in the centre of Stockholm, a new high-tech office building is open to welcome startups and established companies like Google and Microsoft. But there's one key thing about the technology of the building, and that is that people who work here can be chipped to gain entry to the building and various services. Uh, I've just been chipped myself. Uh, it's not a painless process, but it doesn't last too long, not too difficult. Minor surgical procedure, which basically involves uh, a little chip the size of, I suppose, of a grain of rice being inserted under your skin uh, and you can then go off and have it programmed and then do various things inside the building. Let's go and have a look. And here's Hannah Strobler who is uh, in charge of this whole chipping operation in this building. Now you've been chipped yourself, where's your chip? Yeah, I have a chip right here which I use to access the entire office. So let's see if we can get into this particular This is uh, how I do it. Okay. No Good need through. for passcodes. And we're in. So. What else can you use this for? Is it just for gaining entry to doors? Because that would seem a fairly simple thing. Absolutely not. I mean, with this technology, I interact with all kinds of devices all around us. It can be normally my smartphone. I unlock my smartphone, my computer, I unlock my bike. Uh, all kinds of things that are now part of the greater connected Internet of Things. But inside this building, you'll be able to do what else? What other thing will you be able to do? Oh, I open the front door, I open various uh, office rooms, uh, I open the copy machine so that I can log into it. So you can print just by putting your hand against the printer? Exactly. It, so it's instead of having some clumsy device in my pocket, I just put my hand on the reader. If we help show people that this is really not that complicated, it's making our lives easier, I think people will actually welcome this uh, tool, tool to make their lives easier. And is there a sort of wider philosophy behind it? Uh, we uh, are early adopters of this technology. We experiment with it. We learn it, how it works. Because I think that there might be a day when uh, the taxman or the big corporates uh, will come to us and say, hey, try this chip, try this implant. And then we, the biohackers, who understand this technology, we will be able to question their proposals. Music and news for Well, that's all happening there, isn't it? The biohackers. Yeah. Do you reckon that's solving a problem that doesn't exist, though? Um, the only danger is it actually increased the risk of another problem, didn't it? Because if you want to get into somewhere, then you very often would be walking through town on a Saturday or whatever, and you wouldn't have your work card on you, would you? I mean, it's just one of the... Yeah. Down the docks, I know you don't have to use work no, cards because no. it's all bits of it's wood and nails and yeah. stuff. But, you know, me working in a techie organisation, as I do, as you can imagine, I, I don't have my card on me now. No. However... It poses a risk because somebody could come out, kidnap you and cut your arm off. Yeah, take your old arm in. To well, yeah, day. take your old arm and say, uh, morning, hey, Dave, how you doing? Yeah, I've just got uh, spare hand. 
<laughs> spare arm with me today, mate. Spare arm. <laughs> yes, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I want something to put under my skin. I wouldn't have anything put under your skin. No, <laughs> I'd have it put under yours. That's oh, fine. Yeah, exactly. If you want to get in contact today, uh, don't. Uh, but you can. You can email us at studio at 7fm.com or you can text us at 0773 629 Now that it's working and fixed. All right. And broken. All right. Okay. No, it's well, funny. You've why do you, to, why, why'd you have to bring that? Oh, we're finished. Take me home. Because oh, be- home. people might have sussed that you were distant. I was distant because I was trying to fix something. <laughs> he was fixing stuff on the fly like uh, normal. Can you tell? Oh, well, I could tell because I could see you doing it. Oh, okay. That's true. <laughs> Is it time for another song? I can't, I can't, I, I, I'm listening, loving listening to the songs today. There's some good stuff so far. Yeah. Apart what from the we... first three. <laughs> yeah, they weren't very good, were they? <laughs> Um, well, we're on the bees, aren't we? We're, we're on, on the, the bees. bees. So we got some. We got a bit of Beatles coming up, and that's going to be for. Um, this is going to be for Armand. I got a photo of him actually. If you want to see what he looks like, for who? Armand um, Umar. Sorry, not Armand. That's say. his surname. Calling him Ahmed now. That's what. I oh, got a picture of him now, have you? Yeah, I got pictures of him on my phone. God, and you, you moan about me. Well, I think we are finished. There he, he is. That's, uh, that's him. Is that him? Yeah. Oh yeah, I like that hat. That's good. Yeah. He reminds me of somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is it Benny at a crossroads? Yeah, Mister Yen. <laughs> Mr. Yan, Mr. Yan, I loves you, I does. Funny enough, that's what, um, that's what, uh, that's a bit quiet, isn't it? <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> um, I'll show you what he looks like. Okay, so we're showing people what you look like, uh, Umar, which, um, not really on, I don't know if I really want to. <clears throat> uh, here we go. That's him. Uh, you pressed the wrong button there. Oh, yeah. That's the iCloud photo library. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not now, not now. Oh, oh, God, have you not got any of his clothes on? That's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> Look at him. He does remind me of somebody. <laughs> Who's that? Someone special. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless him. Is he listening? He won't he... be listening. He's on the bus up to Liverpool. Um, Apparently he likes football or something. And um, I don't know why he would like, like Liverpool. He wouldn't have liked in the week. Didn't they get beaten? Oh, I don't know. Dubai. Chelsea. Uh, was it? One nil something. What? I don't. I really don't. I am really great interest in football. I'm sure there was some big match on in the week. Ah, uh, well there you go. It'll be commiserating. So let's play this for him anyway. This is uh, another song beginning with B, and it's the Beatles, and it's all my loving. And this is what he wanted, even though it might have been something slightly different. But I forgot, so I'm playing him this. <laughs> this is for uh, this is for you, R. Umar, and this is for for Farah as well. well. Make sure I get that name good right. Good song. Good song. It is very good song. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you Tomorrow I'll miss you Pretend that I'm kissing the lips I am missing And hope that my dreams will come true And then while I'm away I'll ride home every day And I'll send all my loving to you All my loving Close your eyes and I'll... 
fan love that yeah they wrote some great stuff oh they, they did mate they did so do you, you actually are a, a beatles fan yeah like it like it like it like it like it earlier stuff preferred do you remember that classic quote with uh, alan partridge who was being interviewed he said uh, what's your favorite beatles album and he went uh has to be the red album was there a red one well they did a red and a blue which is their greatest hits <laughs> <laughs> Clever oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, they Clever did. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, good. I, I, I prefer the early stuff. I suppose it depends on what mood I'm in. Well, yeah. While My Guitar Gently Weeps is a, is a cracking song. And While I'm like, how does that go? While my guitar gently weeps. There you go. Do that again. While my guitar gently weeps. Did you capture that? I bet you didn't. You're going to play that over and over. No, over no, no. Over. I hadn't <laughs> thought of that. <laughs> And I quite like some of the uh, slightly off the wall stuff, like I am the walrus. Oh yeah, you are. Which is weird. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you were saying something. Well, I am. Yeah. Well, so What's going? Is this it? Yeah. I love this little bit of guitar. Don't forget, if you want to get in contact, you can. Seven FM, England, Britain, which is plus four four seven 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 three six two nine double seven two. We play it. Yeah, go.
Wrong note there, wasn't it? It was. Played the wrong bass. Yeah, that's because they're trying to sing at the same time. Yeah, what a waste of time. Do you want to know a fact? Yes. He said carefully. Yes. Uh, apparently, Eric Clapton played the solo on that, but he was not formally credited on the album for it. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. There you go. So if you want to see what we look like, if you go to www.playboy.com slash monkeyboy, you'll see <laughs> a... Oh, sorry, I'm timing so mean 7fm.com and click on webcam. You oh, can see a satin ear in our underpants. That was funny. <laughs> you caught me completely. I did catch you. Yeah, didn't I? That's good. I, that's very good, thank you. I try not to fly in the face though. of public opinion as I do. Carry on talking over me, it's fine. I'll fade it in like that. No. <laughs> See, that's a good thing about me, because I can do that. He's gone. Yeah. Oh, he gets all upset. I, I don't like it. Give him a cuddle. <laughs> and a little kiss. <laughs> so, what are you doing today, Paul? I was going to run, but I'm not, no. So I that. ran yesterday. Did you? Still I, every day? To every other day. It's just the 4K 20 metres. 20 minutes. 20 metres. 30 minutes. <laughs> That's not 4K far. 20 metres. Because, <laughs> you know, I've been ill. Oh, yeah. You've I can't terrible... get better. Yeah, that thing I've got. The cream sorted out. No, I'm, I feel <laughs> much better. So I was going to run, and then I wasn't, because yeah. I felt poorly. And then I was, and then yeah. Fiona, who I run with on a Saturday. Fiona, said, she's Scottish. Not on. Uh, yeah, Campbell. Oh, the name like Fiona Campbell. Yeah, she could be, couldn't she? Definitely is. So that, so running's off um, now, which is probably just a good thing. I did play football last night for the first time since before Christmas, and that was blooming hard work, I can tell you that. Five-a-side football for an hour. Wow. You're getting and old because you're nearly 60, aren't you? I know, yeah, and at half-time, yeah? the guy that organised it said, I'm just going to rationalise the team, and he swapped me for someone better. Oh, right, okay. Because the sides are unbalanced, because I just didn't really have any oomph. You got no oomph. <laughs> I left it behind. A lot of people say that. They all say you got no lead in your pencil, don't they? Absolutely. Yeah. But I scored a few goals. How many? How many? Three, I think. Out of I don't know. I never keep counting with five aside. They're going in all over the place. Because oh. I got a five aside pitch here. You should come and play on sometime. Oh yeah, we can have an outdoor tournament. Definitely. Just what me we and you. Tournament. Yeah. Naked football. <laughs> what a sight. Oh dear. I've just had a text from my mum. No Completely way. random text. Okay. You would laugh. Graham has a new telly. 
He said Rona is moaning that she wants to watch Cold Comfort Farm. It's really funny, and he can't get the new numbers up. Could I help him as he has a degree in maths? I doubted it, but I do. But I did. I can't believe it. Older people find these changes so confusing. What changes? Don't let me watch the telly then if you oh, can. Oh, no. Don't be horrible to your mum. <laughs> How can you do that? Quite easily. That's lovely. You, my dad couldn't text. You don't know my mum. I do. Yeah. Well, well I used to in the olden days. Yeah, when you were little. Yeah. She's know. quite evil. No, <laughs> she talked her evil and her son, you. Quite literally. She is, you know. <laughs> Does she doc- is. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> go on. You go first. It's more important you speak. <laughs> Does Dr. Evor yeah. in the film have a mum? Is there a character that plays his mum in the film at any point? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think he had a hot pocket once and it upset him. <laughs> did you see the photo on Facebook? <laughs> yes. That's all right. I yeah. commented. You did. What did you, you say? I said it's my view on a Saturday morning. It is. It is. Time for another song, Paul. Go for it. Bit of Bewitch this time, though. Say la vie. I'm liking this. I wonder where Mandy is. Do you remember Mandy? No. She was the short one with the beard. Mandy you. Mandy, yeah, I can't remember her surname. (laughs) This is a bit of Bewitch, though. We'll be back after this on 7FM. It's 8.49. Again, it's still the same day. It's Saturday.
C'est la vie, but it's Spanish. Oi. Oi, look. C'est la vie. C'est... What? I don't know. It's crossed between... Uh, I want to be Australian for a minute there, mate. <laughs> but I don't think they were from Ireland, wouldn't they? Oh, I've got another text me, moment. According oh, to no. BBC One, this morning, the latest way to lose weight is not running, but adults using the trampoline burns more calories. Really? Trampam- <laughs> I've got a trampampoline. Trampampoline! Yeah. <laughs> Excellent, mate. <laughs> trampampoline! Trampampoline! Ah, oh, dear. Ah, oh, laugh. Really? Nearly coffee time, isn't it? Nearly coffee oh, time. Oh, yeah. I what? liked that coffee earlier. Well, yeah. We had a filter coffee. Yeah, it was filter coffee, and it mm. had um, it had special stuff in it. Oh, uh, you haven't done that again, have Rehypnol. you? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's good for cleaning Rehypnol. your teeth. No, Fire. not really. Didn't say that. Viagra. <laughs> well, it's Viagra, yeah. Got it stuck in my throat. That explains a lot. <laughs> Stiff neck. <laughs> You're on... Um, I'm on what? Uh, drugs. On today. Yeah, exactly. So, um... Nokia threatens to, to uh, threatens London. How dare them? <gasps> the blimmin' Nords coming over oh. here and Swedes coming over here and terrible. And the other ones, Ericsson, all them, yeah, coming over here nicking all our women. <laughs> oh, well, that's not true, is it? No, Nokia threatens London startup over here. Nokia has threatened legal action against a startup in the UK over the use of the word here. Well, certainly they need to get they need to get a life. London app. A digital personal assistant allows users to tell friends that they've arrived at a location by pressing the Here button. A standalone app for checking its locations called Here has also been released by the firm. Ah, right, okay. Nokia said the name would confuse the general public into thinking it was part of Nokia's own Here range. Nokia's Here is the Finnish worth. <laughs> It's the Finnish firms. Oh, they're from Finland, not Sweden. Well, that's all the same, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As Al Murray would say. <laughs> all blonde hair, blue eyes. Blue eyes. Uh, brand name for apps and software relating to mapping and navigation. The company said it had so far invested $12 million in promoting the Here brand. In the letter seen by the BBC, Nokia gave London-based Lundown app a deadline of 10th of Feb 2015 to rebrand the Here function of the app's our client has invested heavily in building and promoting the Here brand since launch. The letter from Nokia's lawyers to London at Red. The firm said it had registered trademarks for the word when it related it to computer software, such as apps. What, in mm. the UK? Mm, interesting. Um, I mean, can you tra- how can you trademark the word Here? I had, I had blimmin' Ardenough job trademarking the wor- word Severn. Really? And you know who owns the word Severn in most everything no uh, seven trends seven trends there you go yeah radio everything really yeah i can why what can what what you saying <laughs> man um well just because they do just to get a monopoly yeah well they own the word don't they they own the river how did you get round that then Is they never it? we never told them we did it okay. and it got published in the, the they, they publish it in a uh, a trademark um book and yeah. um uh, yeah, they didn't say anything. And once it's in there, that's it. It's that's done. It, it's done. Done and dusted. Done and dusted. Got it for ten years. Fantastic. Got it till twenty twenty one. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Anyone, anyone uses it unauthorized without my permission, I kill them. Oops. Anywhere for any reason, I don't care. Oh, not it's no. mine. It's a bit like me using your car without your permission. Yeah, it's my IPR. I don't ever use it ever. Okay. Right, ever. If anybody sent me money uh, addressed to Seven FM Enterprises in the check, PLC dot com, might have to send them back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you should. You should. I wouldn't. I know. Yeah, so that's interesting, though, isn't it? I mean, I wonder what here. How can you trademark the word here? Well, you can't, can you? Really? It's just it's one of those things where this happens a lot, doesn't it? Where it's a little bit like, well, I suppose this is the same word, but different services. I don't know. What's this company called? Lowdown. Yeah. Lo- 
Low down up, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's the, sometimes it's the big bully boys leaning on the little boys. Like Google. I was, didn't want to say Google, but I thought that might have been the one that you, uh, that you mentioned. I really wish I hadn't signed that NDA. Yeah. You, and you genuinely haven't told me about it. No, I haven't. Can you write it down? Tell yeah, me. I will draw pictures. All right, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Have we got what's our back to back today? Did you say our back to back is Brian Adams? Oh, good old Brian. Good old Brian, isn't it? He's from Canada. Is it? <laughs> He's from Canada. <laughs> yeah. Indeed, he is. He is. Uh, I think. I think I'm going to play another song now. Okay, because that's what we do. Yeah, and the letter B is coming up again. Uh, obviously, after the break, uh, and Belinda Carlisle is going to be the one that we're going to be playing now. Oh, I like her. She likes you as well. She does. Do you know what this one is? Uh, which one? The Belinda Carlisle? Yeah, see if Heaven you guess a place on earth. Funny you should say that. No, it's not. Bit of circle in the sand now from Belinda. We'll be back after this on 7FM. Paulie Boy and Clarky Boy are going to have a cup of coffee. Then we'll be back after Brian Adams.
across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7FM. 7FM. Welcome back to part two of the Seven Ball Breakfast Show. Today is the 31st of January, only 11 months till Christmas. The time now is 9.03, and we're going to play a back to back from our mate, Brian Adams. Me and Paulie Boy will be back after a bit of Brian. <laughs>
live there. Going on about it a bit now, a little bit. <laughs> That's an ace song. It's it a good song. Ages and ages and ages. I'll tell you what I really did like with Brian Adams. He did uh, MTV Unplugged. Oh, he did, yes. With the Irish Pipes. Irish. Yeah, Irish Pipes. Irish Pipes. They, it was brilliant. You Great. Racist. Yeah, he's good. Doesn't Pete Street FM like him? Yeah, probably. Me, me, me. Has he had his own logo done? Oh, Pete Street. He's got his own website now, hasn't he? Is it uh, just like 7FM? I know. But it's crossed out and it I says know. Peter. I know it's got my, lo- my, my 7FM logo on it. I don't remember giving him permission for that. Oh, dear. I'll just Pete. format his hard drive. He'll be listening anyway. Yeah, he his own stuff. His own stuff me, on the me, Thursday. Me, really? Yeah, lo- looking forward to interviewing some unknown band ever. It's <laughs> <just> really famous. <laughs> Dolly Parton, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some unknown Dolly Parton. Yeah, oh. absolutely. Hi, this is Peter Street on 7FM. 
So it's supposed to be Dolly then? Yeah, that was Dolly. Hi, Pete, how are you doing? Oh, I'm all right, Dolly. Why are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. I need to... <laughs> <laughs> I've just moved to London. Have you, Dolly? <laughs> yeah, I like it over here. How's your chest? Uh, it's no, it's one fine. in the loft. One in the loft. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. I waxed it recently. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> and yet it's, it's a metal one, isn't it? When you found it at the bottom of the sea with treasure oh, in it. It was, yeah. That's because I run it out of grease. Yes, yes. Where's <laughs> oh, this coming? Don't ask. Thing is, he's not. he won't be listening. He won't know, be listening at all. So far up his own duvet. Uh, right. Up his own show. <laughs> he didn't, and I said, not <clears> long ago, I caught him out. He lied. He said he was listening to my yeah, show. Yeah, he does lie. And, and, I, and then I did a mick take out of his show for two minutes and just played Dolly Parton. Tweet it? out. It's it's ridicule Pete Street Time on <laughs> 7FM. Go on. <laughs> and we'll play another song while doing right, okay. And I'll try and get all this right. So we had a bit of a technical problem earlier where I forgot to click something and we had a bit of dead air. Can I tell everybody what you said as you ran to the studio? No. <laughs> it was so funny. It was funny, like a funny thing. This is another B song uh, by a band who I interviewed, actually. Really? True, yes. Ah. Well, I didn't interview the whole band. I just interviewed uh, the one of them. Okay. So, Rankin Roger. Oh, yeah. So, we're going to play a bit of the beat now. And this is Hands Off, She's Mine. Brilliant. Hi, this is Rankin Roger from The Beat, and you tuned into 7FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it.
And you're listening to Peter Street on Keeping in the Country. Hi, you there, Peter Street. Oh, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we can't do this. We can't do this, can Is we? Is this one of his music beds? Yeah, yeah. So we had, you, said, you said we stayed at them all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just I thought it would be funny to take a letter out. Don't tell him about it. <laughs> Let everyone he clicks. Do you ready oh. to get in trouble with Ofcom? No, not really. Sorry, <coughs> Petey. Sorry, Petey. Pete. We're just, we love you, really. Yeah, we, we love you. We don't bother with us, and it's all take, in it, with him? Yeah. Me, me, me. Oh, yeah, I left me thing in the studio. Can you just, can you just, oh, can I just come in and get it? Yeah. And, na- uh, I mean, what happens if I'm naked when he comes round? You, you're in, naked in the studio much? Or? No, I'm trying to give it up. Yeah, that's good. And then it's like, oh, I didn't, didn't do my music. I forgot. I, for- I forgot. Can you just do it all for me? Yeah, I forgot to say. Hey, do you know the what? Show. They didn't even say thanks. Oh, dear. Oh, I hate him. He's um, he's one of them, isn't he, really? Is Sometimes he? he can be, yeah. <laughs> <It's laughs> Something's going to go wrong today. We're it, gonna, it is. We're going to say the wrong thing. We're I think living we on might. the edge. Living on the edge with peterstreet.com slash underscore backstabber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And have you heard his show? It's a, well, I know. Rubbish. It's, it's, I did this amateur. I tuned in five minutes once. Did I did. Discuss. Yeah, did you? I just pretend Rubbish. that I'm listening, but I'm not. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah. He, does, what, that, he does, does that, that with you, yeah, yeah, he does it all the time. Yeah. Yeah, it's terrible. Should we do this every week? Well, <laughs> just rip the... Yeah, sort of for a couple of minutes at quarter past nine. Yeah. <laughs> Call it <laughs> the witching hour. <laughs> oh, hang on, he's come back. No way. <laughs> I'm listening now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll learn you, won't it? <clears throat> that'll teach you. Come around here, your big ideas. <laughs> so he can listen, but he can't come in here. No, I know. Yeah, but oh. that's effort, isn't it? It's effort. It's for him to He's an effort. And don't forget, he wasn't listening until we just tweeted out we'd be an horrible about it. Yeah, him. exactly. So, why have you? what have you done to his, all his jingles? I've just taken uh, a certain letter out of the Keeping It Country bit. <gasps> it's not the letter Y, is it? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm not even going to attempt to <laughs> go down that road. No, don't. Yeah, don't tell him I've done that. I'll be really funny. Every jingly, please. I like this actually. This music. Yeah. What sort of music style of music is it? Well, he pretends it's country. He just calls everything country, doesn't he? And I've noticed he adds "yol" on the end of everything. Yeah, I know. He thinks he's. Is he Welsh? He thinks he's from America, doesn't he? He's not really. <laughs> Thing is, if he gets really famous, then we'll just deny all this and just be his best mate. <laughs> yeah, but to be on the back of it, of yeah, course. absolutely. Yeah, glad to be my good mate. Pete Street has made the big yeah, time. Fantastic, Pete. We love you, Pete. <laughs> Pete, we love you. What's he saying? <laughs> I'm off. To, I'm just off to gym. No, oh, is he well, from up no, north? I know he's lying. He's from up north now. Oh, off to. He gym. missed that out. Oh yeah, off to gym. Um, really? What's the? Uh, why is he going to the gym then? I don't know. What's he doing up there? I think he's breakfast um, offer on this week. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <A> breakfast <laughs> Oh, no, poor now. I think you've taken it too far. I, did I read that right? I couldn't quite read all the words you wrote down there. I haven't written anything. <laughs> you, it's all coming from your head. It was your idea, this. I, I love Pete in ways he would understand. No, good for him. Good for yeah, you, good Pete. For he's, you, on a, Pete. he's on a health kick, and that's brilliant. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we've been down this road before with him, haven't we? Yeah, we've been 12 times. Yeah. yeah. He goes mad for a year, and yeah, then he, he just lets up and... Let's himself go back oh, to seed. Don't forget, we got to um, we got to scare him as well, haven't we? Oh, don't tell him about this. No, I won't. I won't be before it gets because um, yeah. it's still going to be light, Absolutely. dark at night yeah. for quite a while, isn't it? Yeah, so, we'll do that. Should we? What? Um, have you got all those people ready? Yep, yeah, everyone's actually, lined up. Have you? Everyone's ready to go. Good, good, good stuff. Excellent. Got, got the vicar on board. Have you, oh, fantastic! It's always <laughs> important to get the vicar on board. <laughs> always that. It's always important. Oh, we love you, Pete. Really, we do. We, we thanks do. for tuning in. Yeah, for listening to for once. Yeah, for once in your life. Yeah, yeah. selfish. 
I just better get all the spam later. <laughs> Come up on me phone. Oh, you're interviewing some secret some, star. Some the, famous, know. naked, attractive American uh, beauty who's a fantastic singer. Yeah. I'm not jealous. No, not me. No, exactly. Not in any way whatsoever. <laughs> Time for a news item, though. Oh, cool. A- anyone in particular? Yeah, Microsoft, it, it, Bill Gates, insists that Al, Al is a threat. <laughs> oh, that is quite funny. I nearly misread this, if you're listening. Um, it's AI, but without my glasses, I nearly said Microsoft's Bill Gates insists Al is a threat. <laughs> it's not, it's AI. So Al who? Al Murray. <laughs> Al Murray. Humans should be worried about the threat posed by artificial intelligence, Bill Gates has said. The Microsoft founder said he didn't understand people who were not troubled by the possi- possibility that... AI could grow too strong for people to control. Mr. Gates contradicted one of Microsoft Research Chiefs, Eric Horvitz, who has said he fundamentally, in quotes, did not see AI as a threat. Mr. Horvitz has said about a quarter of his team's resources are focused on AI. During an Ask Me Anything, also in quotes, uh, question and answer session on Reddit, Mr. Gates wrote, I am in the camp that's concerned about superintelligence. First, the machines will do a lot of jobs for us and not be superintelligent. That should be positive if we manage it well. Stephen Hawking has warned of the threat AI poses. Has he? Yeah. It's, this time's like this. I wish I was ready. I, we got a clip. We got a clip to play. Uh, I was just texting Pete back. He just <laughs> said something really, oh, that's really nasty. Oh, let's just, what he, what's he said now? Oh, Text anyway. you. Yeah. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. 7FM. The primitive forms of artificial intelligence we already have have proved very useful. But I think the development of full artificial intelligence could spell the end of the human race. Once humans develop artificial intelligence, it will take off on its own and redesign itself at an ever-increasing rate. Humans, who are limited by slow biological evolution, couldn't compete and would be superseded. This is Stephen Hawking. When I'm not trying to understand the universe, why it is as it is, and why it exists at all, I listen to Andy Clark on 7FM and his 7 More Breakfast Show. It really rocks my universe. 7FM. True story. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, did you get much of what he said? Uh, he was basically saying that it's going to happen, isn't it? Yeah. I know he's been worried about it, and he's the sort of guy that might know. He might know a bit. Yeah. Have you seen the film yet? No. Um, Which one? The one about him. Oh, we're not about that one. <laughs> Which one were you on about then? Any of them. Dora the Explorer 3. Yeah, that's it, yeah. The Return of the Satchel. I Donde know. esta la biblioteca? Is that where you get all your Spanish yeah. from? Yeah. Bainly. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So, I, I think Pete's just uh, text or tweeted or whatever it is. Oh, and are you upset him now with I your nastiness? Know, I know, I've seen it the now. breakfast and everything. I know. I'm uh, I'm feeling very... Did you mean to put that word? What did I say? Basted. Eh? No, I never put that. For being very basted. Is that what I said? Yeah. That should have been... Basted. <laughs> 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 I thought you were trying to say I'm fat. Why, why did you say I was basted? I meant nasty. Blimmin. Basted. <laughs> I've disciplined that poorly boy for being very basted. <laughs> well, I know I do come in here covered in the, butter you every are morning. Something else. It sounds like that word. <laughs> yeah, Pete, I'm really sorry, mate. You're not. You're not fat. I no. felt really bad that he yeah, just tweeted he's fat. I know, and he's not fat at he's all. Not, he's not, Pete. You're like me. You are not overweight, mate. You're just under height. 
Oh, so you're having a go at him again? No, he's not. Oh, this is going on the listen again as well. Oh, Everyone's going to listen. We get about f- 15, 20 million uh, listeners and stuff. We do like him. And yeah. uh, it's because uh, the good thing, I know he can take, he's got a sense of humour. Has he? Yeah. Well, he must have. You've listened to his show. <laughs> <laughs> you're having another go at him. Oh, sorry. Hang on. What? That wasn't me. Oh, wasn't it? Okay. As long as it wasn't. Oh, dear. We're overexcited this <coughs> morning, aren't we? We are. We're a bit That's hyperactive. Why need to... you put him in coffee? It was. Definitely. Another so- another, uh, another song, now. Um, we we should do an ad break as well. We haven't done one, have we? So we'll get disciplined by the boss <laughs> coming and kick off. Hang on. That is you. That's Phil. Uh, we're going to play an ad break. Then we'll be back with a bit of Buggles and Video Killed the Radio Star. Brilliant. Great song, mate. Quite literally. Andy Clark on 7FM. 7FM. The drivers are ready for the warm-up lap. And away they go. Except one. He's sitting on the grid eating a bowl of hot soup. There are lots of ways to warm up this winter, like eating regular, hot, healthy meals. Find out more at nhs.uk slash keep warm, keep well. The Good China by Sue Bradley. Read by Dominic West. Sue pursed her lips and blew into the tea. Since being diagnosed with a terminal illness, she'd learnt to truly appreciate the simple fact she could still sit by her wood-burning stove and enjoy a fresh brew in her favourite china. Something that wouldn't have been possible if the Marie Curie nurses weren't looking after her at home. She smiled, trying to decide if it was this thought or the warmth of the cup that filled her with comfort. Real Life Stories from Marie Curie Cancer Care To help our nurses care for people with terminal illnesses, Donate and wear a daffodil this March. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com.
I've adjusted the treble on my voice. I can. I heard you on the wireless back in '52. That's really freaky. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Let me get rid of that because that. Uh... You're a bit bottomy now. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, come around here. So Pete said, "What's he said?" Uh, he's going to come in and give some back. Yeah, of course he is. Yeah, yeah, right. come well, in, mate. Whatever. You know, remember where it is. He doesn't know. Well, he does. He remembers on a Thursday, conveniently. Yeah, he can find his way here then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, no, let's not give him more. No, don't I be feel a bit it's bad. Gone, hang on, it's gone past quarter past. Oh, we out of the. Oh yeah, we're out of the, out of the quarter past nine act. Okay, fine. So join us next week at quarter past nine for uh, have a go, at Peter. <laughs> A new feature on 7FM where we just basically ridicule him for as long as we can about anything. We haven't played his theme tune recently, have we? Um, oh, yes, we call him the street. Oh, yeah, that's we right. Did yeah. That. that was very We funny. did, didn't we? Definitely. Uh, oh, 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 laugh. It's a bit Alan Parge, isn't it? it? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mid morning matters. Sorry, Pete. Anyway, yeah. we love him. We love him. So you got broadband, haven't you? I. I. Sort of. So apparently, rural <laughs> broadband uh, has been attacked. All of it. When you say I've got broadband, do you, do you mean that do you mean that works? That's at any speed that well, make everything buffer. Funny, bu- buffer. Funny, funny, funny enough, that's uh, that's the sort of story here. BT has been accused by MPs of vastly overestimating the cost of providing broadband to rural areas. It follows a National Audit Office report, which revealed that the rollout will cost at least ninety-two million pounds less than BT had originally said. Naughty, the gov- naughty, very naughty. The government said that the spare cash will be played back into offering fast broadband to more remote areas, such as uh, Priors Norton near <laughs> Chicksbury, where no one lives. <laughs> BT said that the claim made by MPs on the Public Accounts Committee was bizarre. I can imagine them saying. We find your comments bizarre. Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. Well, although it's reassuring that the cost of the public purse could end up being £92 million, which is 25% less than BT had originally forecast in its bid. I worry that this does not stack up with what BT... Hang on a minute. They can't win, can they? They basically find out that they, they've overestimated, and 25%, to be yeah. fair, when you're estimating, isn't it's a bad a sort of... No, no it isn't. And yeah. the fact is, it's a large amount of money. They're getting back. Why don't you just stop moaning and stop having to go at BT, come around here with your big mouths, oh, MPs? You don't work for them anymore, mate. Sorry. Oh, no, I don't. don't. Sorry, have a go at BT. That's what I say. Um, yeah, so basically, BT were told uh, that they um, it doesn't stack up. Well, it doesn't stack up. That it factors in as a contingency of between 5 and 8%, which might not get spent. A much smaller proportion than 25%. Mark, so basically, they've underestimated, yeah, overestimated, sorry, and you're getting some money back. So just deal with it, will you? I wish they'd put some of that 25 million and get me broadband at work. Well, exactly. That's what I say as well. If, if two of us are trying to watch anything that's streaming, it doesn't it happen in. Two of what? Me and you? Oh, no, at my house, I mean, two, oh, two yours. at my house. Oh, yours. Oh, you, do you do it from my house, then? I do. I've re... Uh, I've, I've used a VPN, I get to your house, and oh. then restream out <laughs> sure uh, a lot slower than I was going in. Yeah. It's rubbish, our broadband. It's rubbish. The speed of it. See, and if I put a microwave link up, then you could use my broadband. Oh, ace. You're not going to, though. Oh, all right. But we need to sort that out. Yes. We, I'm up for it. Yeah, I've heard that. We can put a big pole on my um, called Lek. So uh, he lives next door. What I'm going to propose, maybe, is that Ofcom provide us uh, Ethernet in the first mile to your house. <gasps> Hang on. Uh, does that mean they have to dig the roads up? No. Isn't no. It? No, they're just... Ra- where's the nearest pole to your house? Um, so I said he lives just around the corner. <laughs> it's called Leg. <laughs> oh, you did? I know. I, I you missed, missed it. it. Yeah. You can see yeah. the pole from my house, can't you? Yeah. Is it got a, is it a DP? Is it yeah. got a little box on it? Uh, yeah. It has. That's You've seen then. it and you said about DP because it goes just at the bottom of our drive. Yeah. 
and then the, the pole is just outside there onto the on the lane and then there's a wire which are eight. that's what you mean isn't it yeah and how many poles between that and your house or is no. there just one pole it's straight off straight there. off there well, that's fine then is that good yeah so we can get ethernet in the first mile to your house ethernet in the first out of my house and then uh, stream it across the internet that sounds good when I renewed my uh, account with BT recently, they said, "Mum said, oh, Rob, you can get fibre from December.' She wasn't from. Why was she talking like I don't that? Know. <laughs> I don't know. She was she from was uh, Umar. Yeah. <laughs> she said, "Yes, you can get fibre is coming by December, but you can't have it yet. This is about last September. That's fine. I'm looking forward to that." Uh, signed up. It's not coming. It's not coming till the end of this year. 50, 2015. Some of that 92 million could be used providing Paulie Boy with Absolutely. a bit of fibre. And I don't know why they call it fibre, because it's not fibre. Isn't it? No. It's fibre to the cabinet, and ah. therefore who cares? Because it's fibre to the exchange, and it's been fibre to the exchange for years. I don't even still know. They even should know not. The I'm going to make a complaint. Two cool. things I must do this week. Okay. Take <laughs> Apple to court, and <laughs> also uh, complain that BT and the other providers are using the word fibre... Because there's fibre in the chain. There always okay. has been fibre in the chain right. for the last however many years. And now they're making it a product name. It's wrong. And I want it sorted out today. <laughs> Any product managers listening? Doubt it. Just do a song, mate. Just um, do an ode. Um, an ode to fibre. An ode to fibre. <laughs> I was walking down the street one day. I saw this house on fire. <laughs> there was someone laughing in... Sc- no. That's not... That's a different ode, isn't it? Jump. You... <laughs> Blinking, jump, motherfucker! Ooh, steady! I'm, I'm, I'm alright. Yeah, there's no need to go <laughs> down that route. It's there, so you just let yourself down there. No, Paul. because they no. did. She says that on outnumbered. I, I watched the episode last don't night. Care not interested. Oh, okay. Pathetic. <laughs> Blondie now, heart of glass.
Hi, this is Rankin Roger from The Beat, and you're tuned into 7FM. Shut it. We're not playing that again. <laughs> I'm not, I knew you wanted me and you tried to make me play it again. I'm not playing it again, all right? He's emailing in, isn't he? Yeah, he does. Play what's, me song. Play what's me the song. word he says right at the end? What? What's the word he says right at the end? That we got? Do it. Oh, yeah, do it. But he goes like this, then he sort of goes, uh, oh, I can't do that on you. Got an echo on there. I'll put echo on there, yeah. Okay. That's good. I'll put echo on it, yeah. Can I do that thing I was just about to do? Yeah, yeah. So I've got to say happy birthday. Oh, great. Is it, who's it to? Me. Oh. <laughs> no. You, well, you haven't met our new drummer, John, but no. you will do, won't you, at your birthday party, because yeah, he'll yeah. be playing. Cool. And is he, um, ready? is he up for it? Yeah. Yeah, he's Excellent. up for it. Excellent. He's brilliant. And just as a slight aside, this is the first, I've never played in the band before, where we're trying to learn a new cover song. We're doing a song by The Hives great song and he knows he knows the backing drumming already yeah, we well, knew the drumming and then tim was trying to work out the bass and john went and goes like this got away from his kit put tim's bass on and played it on the bass no way i've never had that before what he's a, yeah he's a bit of a big head actually <laughs> <laughs> no no he's pretty he's, it was great and then he told me where i was going wrong with the singing as well oh fantastic Extremely talented. so he might not be he ain't tuned. gonna last long if he's starting to tell you what to do <laughs> he might not be tuned in yet no uh so john if you are listening if not i'll give you the listen again link Mate, happy 17th birthday. How old is he? 17. Oh, wow. That's of course cool. you asked a question as well, didn't you, just before the song? No, um, yeah, it's great. He's old enough to drive, is the question I asked. Can That's he drive? Right. Yes. So, can he, so he can drive? Well, he's old enough to be learning now, isn't he? Which means his dad well, be get it, If he had, tell him he's got six weeks to get his test, otherwise he's out. Oh, yeah, and he's gonna, because he's got to come here. Yeah. The good thing, so at the moment, John's dad brings him to practice. That's good. Um, and your dad takes you as well, doesn't he? John's, John's dad will be glad when he doesn't have to bring him to practice. And the other great thing, if he passes test, yeah. because he's not old enough legally to drink, next gig, the rest of us can get completely larvered. Oh, yes. Hire a minibus and he can just drive us all around. He can be the official driver as well as the drummer and the uh, teaching us the bass and the vocals. Brilliant. It's a planned it. That's fantastic. So there you go, John. Seriously, mate, if you're listening... Great, we're loving him. He's, he's 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 brilliant. He's such a fantastic drummer, best drummer I've ever played with, unless any of the others are listening. In which okay, case what about Ruth? Ruth? He's better than Ruth. Is he? Yeah, she was grade eight. She was grade and eight. She was a girl. Yeah, I know. She's still a she's grade, a grade eight. eight girl. Yeah, yeah she's still. <laughs> um, no, yeah, she was brilliant. But John's John's fantastic, amazing. Uh, the guy's got so much talent. How did he fight? Why is he playing with you? Desperate. Oh, is he? <laughs> he wants to be in a real band. Oh, and we are a real band. It, what? What? Has he got any qualifications? Uh, Who cares? Yeah, seriously, if he can play the drums, it doesn't matter. Jules Holland can't read music. No, I didn't know that. He told me that himself. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when you interviewed him. Might have to play that interview again. That'd be good. Next week. Hello, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, is it? Uh, uh, it, it? Can I speak to Andy Clark? Speak in. Is that Jules Holland? Yes, it is. Oh, right. H- Hello, yes, this is Jules Holland. Didn't you say, is that the Jules Holland? He, he said, said, yes, it? is that the Andy Clark? <laughs> <laughs> He's, that's cool. We've had some cool in- Sorry, you've done some cool interviews. I have, yeah, you've done none, have you? No. Perhaps I should interview John. You could do. <laughs> interview John. Yeah. I thought I saw something come out of the ceiling then. Uh, oh dear. Something out of the corner of my eye. Portal ghost. Uh, portal ghost. You're fine. Anyway, that, happy birthday, John. Happy birthday, John. That story you were on about last week, the poltergeist one, I think I found it on Sky. I was going to watch it. Oh, the film. It's the a northern the thing. 70s, yeah. Yeah, it's a brilliant. Yeah. I got scared watching it on my own. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I don't normally get scared. You get scared watching horror films. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I'm scared of everything. Well, I didn't think you'd be scared of horror films. Yeah, I am. I don't like it. I always look under the bed. I'm terrible. Even, even now, I still look under the bed. You are joking me. No, see, I drop money everywhere. It's a nightmare. <laughs> but no, I do. I can't sleep with, you know, we've got in our, we, have you been in our bedroom? Yeah, when Karen? you're not there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, on the Wednesday nights when you're away in London? Yeah. yeah. I always come around and stay then. Oh, good man, good man. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, the, we've got like um, 
mirrors on the door mirrors. Um, mirrors, Ollie. Mir- mirrors, yeah, Ollie mirrors on the wall. Ollie mirrors on the wall. On the walls. Uh, yeah. Loads of photos of him. And um, <laughs> now we've got these mirror doors. And oh, yeah. um, you've got to, I've got to get them right because if you get them wrong, you, you, do you know what I mean? They go, they go outside, inside, outside, inside, outside. And if you get them wrong, yeah, you've got two that touch that, and it's just wrong. So Why I have to. This not surprise me. At Karen all. never shuts them because she's, you know what she's like, lazy. Yeah, yeah. And um, basically, I uh, what I do is if there's a gap in them, I I have to get up and close oh, the gap. You need to. You're Alan Partridge, aren't you? Well, the, the wardrobe monster. Everybody knows about the wardrobe monster, <laughs> don't they? I, do you know, I, I sleep with my wardrobe doors open. Oh, how do you do that? Well, I won't let Janine shut me in it. Oh, right. right. <laughs> no, but honestly, what about uh, the loft? Would you sleep with the loft arch open? Uh, oh, that's a good question. No, I'd be more uncomfortable about that. Yeah, because that's... what the loft someone monster. Br- yeah, the loft monster. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. there is a loft monster. You know that. Yeah. Don't tell it. There's no kids listening. Emily no. sat in the house, like, <laughs> in the loft, shaking. <laughs> uh, yeah, loft. There is a loft monster. There's a bed under the bed monster. In fact, Doctor Who did a uh, thing on the. Oh, they reckon it was aliens that needed attention. Oh dear, That's both me and you. <laughs> so, so we watched an episode of Lost last night before we went to oh, bed. So you're on uh, episode two now. No, we're getting through it. And it was the episode where there's one bit they go down to the bottom of this lake to try and find a bag, and there's all dead bodies in seats. Oh at yeah. The bottom. And George was watching it, and I looked at him. I went, "You're gonna have nightmares now, aren't you?" And he looked at me, and went. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, carry on then. <laughs> Let's watch another. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I I could watch horror films on my own. You know, we live in the middle of nowhere, like you. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, that northern one, the Poltergeist one, just scared me. Peter's, <sighs> anyway, Peter's favourited that tweet. I, I, did you just bang, make a no- knocking noise? I was trying to go for my glasses. Uh, I don't know why. You're just unprofessional. Sorry. No wonder why you can't get a job at BBC. It's like a Wednesday night. Yeah. What's he done now? Has he tweeted back? Yeah, he's favourited it. Oh, my, was he? My tweet. Which one? The one I said, yeah, 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 I'm sure you will. Oh. Ooh, yeah. Get in. Let's give him a challenge. Next Saturday, then. In. Yeah. Next Saturday. Yeah. Peter Street on Severn FM. He'll say he's got to go to the gym. Oh, yeah. He could just jog down here, couldn't he? Well, to be honest, well, I can do him a breakfast, fry up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't need to go to the gym, mate. Yeah. Oh, he's so cruel. We hey, are. We've only got 15 minutes. That's gone quick that last hour, hasn't it? That's the speed of it. That'll be the pace of it, yeah. To be fair, it's 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 going very quick. Which it is. is uh, Good show today. I've enjoyed it today. Yeah, I think everyone else hasn't, because they've all switched <laughs> off. <laughs> now we stop ridiculing um, Peter Street. But anyway, let's talk about TV a little bit more. So, Fortitude is the new Sky on... The new Sky on TV. Yeah. Is the new TV on Sky. Yeah. Uh, Sky One, which is basically Twin Peaks in the Antarctic, uh, unsettling and claustrophobic. <sighs> It's called Fortitude, and that may be exactly what is required to watch Sky's new big-budget <laughs> murder mystery, starring Stanley Tucci, Christopher Eccleston, and the killings Sophie Grabel. Oh, yeah. Steady. Sorry. Um, the opening, there was, there was, she was getting rudy-rudy with uh, some chap on there last night. Oh, I better watch it. Ah, yes. The opening episode of the Arctic Cir- Circle drama, which cost around £25 million to make and will air on Sky Atlantic in January, which it is already, is relentlessly unsettling and claustrophobic. A blizzard of intrigue, infidelity, corruption and murder. David Simon, creator of The War, once said... Well, I won't say what that Ooh. is. The average viewer. XXX, the average viewer. Fortitude is likely to have luster subscribers behind it when Titch's Met Police Detective turns up an hour or so in You're American, yes? It's a shaft of light in the darkness. Fortitude's population is 713, but there aren't many of them 
that you'd want to share a pint with. The 12-part series in the latest in Sky's drive to up its game in homegrown drama. It creates shows that sit along outside HBO acquisitions like Game of Thrones. The Tunnel, its award-winning adaption of The Bridge, was its most conspicuous hit to date and is set to return for a sequel later this year. I watched The Tunnel. Ah. Did you I, watch The Tunnel? I haven't seen them yet. That's the Danish where the, where the bridge from Denmark to Sweden meets. No. No, the tunnel, as in the, cha- the channel tunnel. Oh, no, I haven't seen this. That a murder that happens, and what they do is... I'm just going to spoil it now for everyone. What they do is they find the body across the centre line, because there's actually a line, isn't there, between France and the UK. Hang on, that's a rip-off of The Bridge, which is the Danish drama. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what they do is when they pull the body, it comes in half. And oh, one half is on no, the French no. side, and the other half's on oh, the... Oh, no. Yeah, and it's not even... It's two separate bodies. So it's stuck together with glue. Uh, so here's a question Which for you. Which is what you are, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Here's a question for you. Yeah. Uh, Twelve. Tell me we've done this before. Oh. Plane crashes. Yeah. Half of it's in France. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Let's make it in somewhere else. Half it's one country. Yeah. Half it's another. Exactly in the middle, it's crashed. Right? Yeah. Where would they bury the survivors? A plane, in a plane crash? There yeah. wouldn't be any survivors. Oh. I ruined it. Well, sort of. But there you didn't might say, survivors. was there survivors or not? Well, no. part of the, well, it's all ruined now, but part <laughs> of the joke is, you get people going, uh, yeah, oh no, you do England and Wales, I think is the example, and then half people going, right, Wales were, were the half, the, half the plane, were that, was that in Wales? They'd bury the survivors in Wales, and then of course after 10 minutes you go, they didn't bury survivors, you only bury dead people. Oh, I, yeah, I didn't even realise no, that. No. Well, I just said there wouldn't be any survivors. This is cracking radio. I'm oh, yeah. It, I, it's ruined, isn't it? It's all ruined. <laughs> Time for a song. Uh, and this one's very appropriate at the moment. This one is Bad Manners and Lip Up Fatty. <laughs> oh, I can't press it. <laughs> This one's a special... Oh, no, I can't. I can't. No, I'm not <laughs> going to. the gym. No, 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 no. Oh, you can't say that. Paulie boy.
I've got to take this off, haven't I? I've got to get me act together. We're messing about and we're just not being professional. You're not, anyway. Sorry. It won't happen again. No. You probably will. It will happen <laughs> every again. Wednesday every, night. every Wednesday night. <laughs> <sighs> oh, oh, dear. Funny. So. I thought it was funny and entertaining. We're entertaining. That's the whole point, isn't it? Well, are we? I Well, I hope so. Well, that thing you just found was quite true, wasn't it? What it yeah. said. People that think... Yeah. What did it say? Oh, I need to say that. It said... My best friend and I are so hilarious, I feel bad for the people who don't get to listen to our conversations and enjoy our hilariousness. Oh, Okay, well, obviously the best friend bit's not true, but... No, exactly, yeah. <coughs> the funny bit's not as well. <laughs> they think you are. Apart from that. So, I need to go to the toilet. Were you? Oh, oh, that's better. Do you want right, oh. um, so, time for the news now <laughs> on 7FM. We're going to do the front pages on 7FM. Here we go. <laughs> So, torture on British Own Island and the Tasers plea. On a very mixed day for headlines, the Independence lead is what it says it's confirmation that the CIA secretly interrogated terror suspects on British owned Diego Garcia Island. The admission was made by Lawrence Wilkerson, who was a top official in George W. Bush's administration. And the Guardian's top story says that the head of the Police Federation, the body representing rank and fire personnel, wants every uniform officer to carry a taser. Steve White said the move is necessary because of the threat to police safety posed by terrorists. The Daily Telegraph leads on claims that thousands of people are wasting hours filling out tax self-assessment forms unnecessarily. The paper says some accountants are accusing HMRC of keeping people in the dark over the best way to pay. And a different sort of tax problem faces Match of the Day host Gary Lineker, according to The Sun. The paper says the former England star is one of five stars from the TV football show targeted by the taxman over a tax limitation scheme. The Sun claims Lineker has been ordered to pay $1.3 million to HMRC. The Ice Front page features the leaping IVF techniques that will allow a baby to be born from a fertilised egg containing genetic material from two women. Parliament will debate the three-person baby technique on Tuesday. And the Ice says the first children could be conceived using the technique within months. And another DNA breakthrough is featured on the front of the Daily Express. The paper says scientists have identified changes to our body clock which can predict how long an individual will live. It adds that research opens the possibility of treatments that will enable people to stay healthier for longer. More medical miracles on the front page of the Daily Mirror today. The paper's lead story tells of Hayley Haynes, a woman born with no womb, ovaries or fallopian tubes, who was able to grow a womb thanks to a home hormone replacement therapy and has recently given birth to twin daughters. And the Times lead centres on claims in a book published by an American journalist which claims that Prince Charles' household is riven with infighting among his advisers and employees. Catherine Mayer claims conflict is so widespread the Prince Court is nicknamed Wolf Hall. And the weekend FT's top story is about the purchase of 10% of British Airways owner IAG by Qatar's state investment body. The paper notes that the Qataris already own 20% of the company that operates Heathrow Airport. And finally, the Daily Star keeps up its continuous celebrity Big Brother coverage with a story saying that housemate Perez Hilton, a celebrity blogger, has received death threats from members of the public. And that's your front pages today. It's 9.55. It's a Saturday. It's the 31st of January. This is 7FM. Can I just say, you added in about seven words to that. Did I? Yeah, you kept saying and. I'm trying to give it some continuity. Well, I, there's no and in oh, there. all right. Well, you've ruined... <laughs> I was just sat there. No, I don't... That's pathetic, all right? Don't <laughs> ever say and again. There's I no and. If you say and next week, I'm just going to go like this. All right. What do you want me to call you, then? Uh, Dave. All right. <laughs> um, I was just saying, and I didn't verbalise it because you told me off for doing that. 
we got to the end of that. I thought that was slick. Yeah, but don't say it because oh, well, that's no. why I didn't say it. But and don't say just it. Criticise me for saying and. It's like when you go out on Twitter and you start putting how fantastic Phil Meek is, and oh, he's no. complete profess. We all know that. I know, but I like. I'm just trying to smooth smooth to him. It just looks very bad. Oh dear. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this, because it doesn't at all. I just like having a go at him. I know, I know. Uh, Phil Meek, to your group. Thanks for the show, guys. House Chores Rugby Radio Caroline for the rest of the day. Good man. Hey, he was going to take me down to Radio Caroline and us. Do you reckon he will one oh, day? Oh, I'd love to do that. Can you take us down, Phil? Yeah, Phil, we'd love it. Wouldn't hurt you, would it? Put yourself out for yeah, once. Yeah, only if we can do a show. Yeah. It's got to be the Andy and Paul show <laughs> on Radio Caroline. <laughs> with sidekick Phil. Yes, with sidekick <laughs> Phil. <laughs> We'll let you speak every now and then when yeah. you're spoken to, yeah. like Stuart. Sounds fair. Now, thanks for listening, though, Phil. He's a good guy, Phil. I love him, yeah. Phil, great, can, great you, can you do me a favour? Because uh, Can you have a listen to the streams that I sent an email out the other day about? Because only, the only one that's actually bothered to reply is Alex. Mm-hmm. Normally, Phil is on top of it. He normally is, yeah. Yeah, and you're never on top of anything. Well, I don't understand only yourself. <laughs> I'm on top of myself. Well, just click the link and listen and All let right, me know. But anyway, it's do. time we're going. Because we're going to play a bit of Kate Pearson and the... Uh, B-52s. Do you know which one we're going to play? Oh, no. It's Love Shack. Oh, of course it is. On 7FM. We'll be back next week. Paul's back on Wednesday. Don't bother listening to that rubbish, but... <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening today. Thank you. See you, Phil. Bye. See you, PT. See you, Alex. Bye. And if Umar's listening, and I'm set, Helen will be listening, I'm sure. She always listens on a Monday to this. Goodbye.
across Gloucester and around the world at 7fm.com and 7fm.com.